0: So when do we need an extra dose of patience when circumstances are uncontrollable, when people are unchangeable and uncooperative, and when my problems are unexplainable? So why should I be patient? What's the reason why? What should I hold on? What is it that God wants me to hold on as a rational reason when, when all these things are happening? I should be patient. You've got to be patient for reason number one, Why? Because God is in control. Why? God is in control. So some says God is what in control. Tell somebody you gotta be patient because God is in control. Be patient when your circumstances are uncontrollable, when people around you that you love and care are unchanging, <laughs> when your problems are unexplainable. You gotta be patient. Why? Because God is in control. Look at this amazing portion of scripture. <laughs> Amen. James five it says, "You also must be patient. Keep your hopes high, for the day of the Lord is coming is near." Tell somebody keep your hopes high. Keep your hopes high. Keep your hopes high. Don't give up. Don't get discouragement and disappointment. Become your food. Keep your hopes high. Somebody tell me that. Pastor, keep your hopes high. You keep your hopes high. Why? Because God says so. Keep your hopes high. Why? Because the day of the Lord's coming is near. And three times in this passage, in these five verses that we are looking at, James says the Lord's coming is near. He says that Jesus is coming back. And this is the ultimate proof that God is in control, that your problems are not in control. People are not in control. Circumstances are beyond your control. let in charge of your life. Jesus is coming back. It says this is the p- proof. Proof reason why you ought to be patient and know that God is in control. Nothing can stop Jesus coming back. Nothing stopped him from coming in as a, as a child, as a baby in the first place. Everybody was trying to stop Jesus from coming, including Herod, killing all the babies. Everything else that was standing in the way didn't happen, didn't stop him. He still came, and when he's coming back again, nothing will stop him. And what it means is that God is in control of history. He's in control of your life, past, present, and future. That the rest of your life is, been, is being managed and controlled by Almighty God as a child of God. And so, guess what? Chill! Chill! Be patient! He's got it all planned out. Everything is on schedule. Even your mistakes. God is working things out for your good. And so be patient about that. Glory to God. You say pastor mike you don't understand things are getting late a thousand years is about one day in the sight of god when others have not been able to accomplish in their lifetime in a whole generation before you close your eyes to this world what god has for you it shall come to pass and so guess what be patient glory to god And understand that God's purpose for your life is greater than your problems that you're facing right now. What he has in store for you is far bigger, far better than the problems that you're going through. God is in control. Say that with me. God is in control. The Phillips translation of the verse that we looked at says this with James 5 8. I love this portion of scripture. It says what? So you must be patient. resting your hearts on the ultimate certainty. The Lord's coming is very near. History. The calendar. The schedule. Everything is on track. God. God will be a winner in your life. And this ultimate certainty that jesus has come and guess what nothing can stop it and so therefore every plan every purpose is made for your life it shall come to pass so therefore be patient (laughs) be patient joe persevered god's timing is the best he's never late Some of you may be experiencing delays right now, but God's delays, God delays, never hinders his purpose. So why should I be patient? Be patient because, number one, God is in control. Number two, be patient because what? God rewards patience. One more time. God rewards patience. Do you know that everything, everything that God wants you to do, he attaches a blessing to it. He attaches a result, a reward to it. Every act of obedience that God wants you to obey and comply, there is a reward attached to that. So when God says be patient, He's looking for you to obey his word so that you are not going on a left field you are not short fused you are not frustrated and irritated and doing something out of line of God so that God cannot use you because when you are patient and God can use you to be able to accomplish what he has in store for you for your good and for his glory so I will bless you because now you are on me so that I can use you to be able to accomplish my purpose for my glory and for your good Obedience equals reward. Obedience equals profit. Obedience equals blessing. Glory to Almighty God. And so God says, James five eleven. We consider those who endure to be what blessed. And I word for endure is what patient. Those who wait and hang in there, those who don't get short fuse, those who say, I can't, I I can't stand this no more. I'm gonna go do something else. He says you're gonna miss your blessing because when you are patiently enduring and waiting for God glory to come through in your life, there is a blessing in the waiting, there is a blessing in exercising patience. Am I preaching to somebody today? Glory to Almighty God, God rewards patience. We talking about job the second half of job's life was far more blessed than the first half god doubled everything he had it pays to be patient there are all kinds of rewards that come through patience right the first is your character is built through patience your character grows through patience right you are able to get along with people when you are a patient person. Impatient people can't get along with people. They can't get along with their children, can't get along with their family, can't get along with their spouse, can't get along with their neighbors, their family members, They can't get along with their church members. Impatient people can't get along with their customers. They can't get along with anybody in life. Yes, you get along with people when you are patient because nobody is like you. And to be able to collaborate, cooperate, and have a peaceful, loving relationship with people, you got to be a patient person. So, uh, there's a blessing in patience. It builds your character, helps you get along with other people. You are a happier person when you are patient. Because life is not fair. Before the day, the month, the year ends, something is going to happen to you that you're not going to like. Right? If you are impatient, you'll be the most miserable person when those days come around. So, so patient people are happier people. Tell somebody, patient people are happier people. Impatient people are miserable people Today somebody is miserable You ought to look them in the face and says, why, why are you this miserable? Why are you so unhappy? That's it Marriage problem You bust a tie Your co-workers can't get along with you People in your church don't like you That's it You got car problems That's it your kid, your kid can cooperate with you when you tell them to do something. wash they just clean their room. They all clean their room, and so you are mad, you are upset, you can't handle life anymore. Really, that's it. That, that's it. Impatient people are miserable people, and so when God says you're gonna be blessed when you endure, when you exercise patience, it is a character development strategy. It is, it is a way, amen. It's a relationship building strategy. Glory to Almighty God. You get blessed because patient people are adaptable when life squeezes them they don't buckle when the pressures come in oh my lord when life gives them a lemon they make a lemonade out of it when problems come their way they take their problems glory to god and they learn the lessons that come from problems how many of you have been a better person because of your problems you are matured in life because of it. You are a wiser person. You have been blessed by God because of the hardship that you went through. When somebody squeezes them, glory to Almighty God. Oh, that's an opportunity for growth and development. Oh, glory to God. It says, you're going to be blessed when you practice patience. When you endure. A lot of benefits. From being a patient person. But the benefits is not just for this world also. You get a twofold. It's a two-for-one sale. <laughs> You're patient and you get two blessings in that. <laughs> Buy one, get one free. Look at this amazing portion of Scripture. Oh Matthew 5: 11 to 12 Jesus is speaking. Read with me. It says, God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you and say all kinds of evil things against you because you are my followers. Be happy about it and be very glad for a great reward awaits you in heaven. Two blessings. You a Pastor Mike, I'm being persecuted. They lied against me. All sorts of evil is happening in my way, right? All sorts. You name it. Fill in the blanks. Use your imagination. And Jesus says, Oh, be happy and glad about it. <laughs> All sorts of evil happen. Jesus says, Be happy and glad about it. Why number no one is because it says God will bless you. There's a blessing in being patient. There's a blessing in enduring. There's a blessing in obeying God. There's a blessing in not becoming like your enemy, becoming like your adversary. Be blessed, be be, be, be be God will bless you when you're patient. In this lifetime it says not only that also a great reward that's what awaits you where in heaven you see the two blessings (laughs) when people put you down they criticize you be patient because you're going to get a blessing here on earth and in heaven now it's it's this ought to ring a bell to you this ought to really be locked in your heart because as humans it's our natural tendency that when you get hurt you want to get even right it's our natural tendency that we want to retaliate we want to get revenge we want to take matters into our own hands when you have a girlfriend or boyfriend that says go come with me let me go over and and talk something to this talk sense to this person you say, no I'm not coming with you and you shouldn't be going talk them out of it hello (laughs) don't find that flame don't throw kerosene on that fire right they are telling you about all the mean things they're going to do to their kid because this child is disobedient what they're going to do to their spouse because things are not working at home what they're going to be doing to their co-workers because how mean they are don't throw kerosene don't push them over the edge that's not a good friend or somebody who is really it doesn't have wisdom don't do that because God says when you get criticized don't criticize back when you get insulted don't insult back what well, revenge and retaliation are the natural things to do. We sing a song. You are a child of God. You are a child of God. Listen, you, you, you are changed. You are not where you came from. You are not what the fuck around you used to do. You don't belong to this world. You live after kingdom principles, kingdom lifestyle. And james is saying act opposite than the way of this world and so he says the next time somebody criticize you before you strike back think about this think about this is it worth losing your blessing on this world god says god blesses those who when they get persecuted and all evil things happen to them they don't strike back is it worth losing your blessing in this world or better yet <laughs> Is it worth losing the great reward that awaits you in heaven? That great reward that is not just for a year or five years or ten years or 200 years. That great reward is for thousands and millions and eternity that will go on. Is it worth? Is it worth this big enchilada? This big enchilada that is waiting for you. Glory to God in heaven. In heaven forever and ever and ever. Is it worth it? Fighting back, retaliating, pain, evil with evil. Is that worth it? No, it's not worth it. We will say it. So we need to be patient. Why do we need to be patient? Well, we need to be patient. Why? Because God is in control. We need to be patient because there's a great reward waiting for us. God rewards patience. A third reason why we ought to be patient is for what? What we ought to be patient because what well, God is working things out. They're not getting off easy. You think they are, they think they are, but they're not getting off easy. God is working it out. Somebody said that with me. God is getting God will work it out. Let God work it out. And how many of you know that God can fight your battles better than you yourself? God can deal with your adversaries, your enemies. God can deal with the people who are trying to get be better. And so be patient. Be patient. Don't take it in your own hands. You will not mess things up. Let God deal with the problem. God is working it out. And oftentimes, my brother, my sister, behind the scenes, when you don't see it and don't know it, God is at work. God is at work. Look at what James teaches us in this amazing portion of scripture. I, I mean, are you loving this amazing portion? Look at verse 11. Verse 11b, James 5. He says, What? Well, you have heard of Job's patience, and you know how the Lord provided for him in the end, for the Lord is full of mercy and compassion. And it says, God worked it out for Job. He'll work it out for you too. Well, Job didn't know what was happening. You may not know wh- wh- what's happening. You, you, you don't know what's happening. In that family situation, in that marriage situation, in that job situation, in that interaction where people think that they are stepping over you to get ahead. You don't see and don't know, but you, God is working it out. He's working it out. And it says, you know that the Lord provided for him in the end. You know he provided that you know it. It's, he's the same yesterday today forever. He that the reason the job story is in the Bible, so we know how God operates, how God works, what he did for Job, he'll do for you. So in your current situation, you should know. You should know that the Lord will provide for you in the end, the Lord will come through for you in the end. Somebody, somebody, I might preach it to myself right now. The Lord, you should know it. You should know it. persecution is going on hardship is going on difficult people are thinking that they are getting away they are squeezing you to get ahead of life you should know that the Lord will come through for you in the end you should know it and the reason you should know it because for the Lord is full of mercy and compassion you see that mercy means that God will not treat you with what you deserve even though know people think that you deserve it, you deserve to suffer. You deserve to hustle all your life. You deserve all that is coming to you. You say, hey, 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 be patient, be patient, be patient. Gotta walk it out because God is not like your friend. God is not like your boss. God is not your neighbor. God is not like any human being. God is not like my, your pastor. God is full of mercy. God is full of mercy. Mercy means he won't treat you with what you deserve. Mercy means he'll treat you better than you deserve. God is full of mercy. And it's full of compassion. Compassion is the highest level of outreach that anyone can outreach to somebody. First there's sympathy and then there's empathy and then there's compassion. Oh, sympathy means that I can understand what you're feeling. I've heard what you're going through. Oh boy, I mean such is life isn't that. I can understand that sympathy empathy means that I feel what you're going through what you're going through hurts my heart what are you going through I've been struggling I've been struggling with that it's felt like I'm going through the same also what, what my child my spouse my pastor my friend my neighbor my co-worker m- my, my family member is going through is hurtful it's painful when I remember that it makes me sad that's empathy and some people are gifted with that you see them crying you see them shaking when something bad has happened to people there's empathy but it says god is not is not only full of uh, of of sympathy not only full of sympathy not only full of empathy god is also full of what? compassion and compassion is goes it goes beyond sympathy goes beyond empathy compassion means i'm now moved move to fix it, move to help you, move to step in and cause your suffering to come to an end. That is compassion and the Lord is full of mercy and compassion beyond sympathy, beyond empathy. He is full of compassion. Therefore, therefore, you gotta be patient that he will work it out. He sees your suffering. He sees your pain. He heard what they are saying and thinking about you and the anger of People will not prevail. The pride and the jealousy and the the, envy of people will never come to pass in your life because God is full of what? Mercy and compassion. And so be patient. He says, You have heard, you have heard of Job's patience, and you know how the Lord provided for him in the end. In the end. You ought to learn about the difference between no and not yet. Many times we think no. We think not yet means no. And with God, every situation you're going through that God hasn't solved right now, God hasn't said no to you. He said not yet. Because His timing is the best. He's walking something out. You may not see it. You may not know it. The reason it hasn't happened today, the reason people are, are, are getting ahead of you and stepping over your neck and trying to persecute you is not because that God is silent, not because God is weak to defend you, but the right time is coming. He says, you know how in the end it worked out for Job. Now you say, how long did Job suffer? We don't know the exact time. But the Bible gives us a little hint. It gives us a little glimpse of it. Job himself tells us, look at this job. Job verse seven and three. Read that with me. I too, Job is speaking, have been assigned months of futility and long and weary nights of misery. He says months. The word months could mean periods. It could mean seasons. We know it wasn't a short time because it says long and weary nights. And so this wasn't just a two-day event or three-day event or one-week event or one-month event. It was long and it was months and it was season and he went through the ringer on on and on and on and on and on on and on and on and on and on but what happened what happened you have heard of job's patience and you know that the lord provided for him in the end in the end it's not how you begin but how you end it's not how you begin somebody 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 i'll walk out your glory, your blessing will supersede your pain. Your laughter, your joy will be far sweeter than the pain. God will cause you to forget your misery with a blessing that's coming behind your suffering. Oh, I'm preaching to myself today. That's why you gotta be patient. That's why you gotta hang in there. That's why you gotta give it to God. He's in control. He's in control. Oh my, I'm preaching today to myself. Mine, oh mine, oh mine, oh mine, oh mine. Oh, mine. Delay never means denial. Tell somebody, a delay never means denial. You will taste of the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Because just like Job, we know that God provided for him in the end. So let me prophesy over your life. God will provide for you in the end, in Jesus' name yeah Jesus speaking read with me John 13 7 Jesus replied you don't understand now what I'm doing but someday you will you should be patient because God is working it out why because even when nothing is happening as a child of God you should know that something is happening says you don't see it you understand it your puny little mind cannot rationalize what's happening but I'm doing something right and someday <laughs> you'll see it so he says be patient I'm working it out oh look at what Paul also tells us in Philippians 2:13, God is what? Always at work. God is what? One more time. Let that always ring in your mind. God is what? God is what? So right now, what is God doing? He's what? Always at work. He's at work in you to make you willing and able to obey his own purposes. God is molding and bending and fixing and he is getting you in line so that your life will be a recipient. Your life would correspond to his good, perfect, pleasing purpose for your life. I will be patient because God is always working it out. Even though you don't see it. Don't be impatient. Don't get overheated. Leave it to God. A famous portion of scripture this is one one of my life verses i encourage you to to memorize that look at romans 8 28. we know not we think not we hope we want <laughs> you to know this we know that what in all things god works for the good of those who love him those who have been called according to his purposes we sang a church song you've been chosen you've been called by God you were one of God so you're called according to God's purpose so what is happening in your life right now God is working all things for your good so therefore be patient he's working things out in every situation of your life be patient so when do I need to be patient Extra dose of patience need to be applied exercise in my life when circumstances are uncontrollable, when people are unchangeable, and when problems are unexplainable. You need patience. Why? 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 Because God is in control, he rewards patient, and he's always working things out for my God.